0: why this podcast sucks and we have no fans is because Rick and Dan Duper talk way too goddamn
1: much. Well, hello. After, uh, a tumultuous start to our night uh we are not live this weekend we apologize for that to those that were actually tuning in we saw a lot coming in and well we fucked it up um it's all good it's fixed now Dang. sort of next week we'll be live again and you guys can see our pretty faces and what we're wearing and you know all that good stuff um nothing <laughs> i'm wearing greg... Gucci this week literally greg went naked this week and you guys aren't going to be able to see it oh, mood um, glory he, was, he didn't even care about monetization. He was just like, yeah, look at these Brestons. So uh, apologies. This is going to be a, a different kind of show. Uh, we've been talking all week and I'm kind of gathering facts, thinking, um, formulating what we wanted to talk about because there, there's something pretty serious here. So forewarning, this is your disclaimer. This week, we are leading off with a discussion about what's going on in Afghanistan and it will be a little bit long, like I said, um, but you do have some good insights. I think we're gonna see some well-rounded insights here. We've got two X military, uh, we've got a younger generation guy, you got a lefty guy. I think we're gonna have something good here to talk about, at least to better understand it and for us to work through and process this this horrible thing. Um So I, I, I think that's all we need really. Right. So without further ado,
2: before we want to move into that, I want to say that, that our hearts and our prayers are out to the people of Haiti, um, who suffered a a terrible, terrible earthquake at 7.2 over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and now they have a tropical storm on the way. So, you know,
0: we wish you the best. We really do. 100%, man.
1: 1,400 people lost
0: already. Yeah. I know. The only thing I have to add is, uh, um yeah like rick said this is going to be one of our serious shows so it's probably not going to be as much joking as our regular shows we still haven't decided if we're going to do a regular you know funny episode this week or just roll with this afghanistan special we do have Um, some funny stuff planned too however (laughs) if you like our content you know please like subscribe share it with your family and your friends um, we are on all your favorite podcast platforms and all your favorite social media platforms, even though Rick and Duper are doing an excellent job of trying to get us banned off social media platforms. <laughs> which is the <still> funny thing. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> which, is, which is not good for building your base, but yeah, you know whatever works. Um, yeah, man. So like, share, subscribe, comment, ring that bell, all that cool stuff that the young kids do these days. Ding, ding. And I'm all ready. Right. President Bush.
1: All right. Let's do it. Uh, This is going to be a long one.
0: This goes way back past President
3: Bush. For as long as whole regions of the world simmer in resentment and tyranny, prone to ideologies that feed hatred and excuse murder, violence will gather and multiply in destructive power and cross the most defended borders and raise a mortal threat.
2: So from the 1930s to the 1970s, Afghanistan was actually known as the Paris of the the East. Now, it's something I didn't know about until recently and and how liberal that society had been uh, until the U.S. supported the freedom fighters against Russia in the 1970s, which was, I believe, a 10-year war, right, Greg? Do you know what those
0: fighters were called, Duper? I want to see if you could pronounce it. No, I can't. That's why I call them Freedom Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally, totally. Old. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Thanks for calling me out on it, too, buddy. Um, the Mujahideen. Wait, Greg, can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> The Mujahideen. Yeah, yeah I'm not even excited. Mujahideen! So,
2: some of those Freedom Fighters. But later, go on to help form parts of the Taliban. Uh, the Taliban took control of Afghanistan in the 90s, and then Bush went to the war with the Taliban following 9-11, as we all know. Um, and then pretty much every president has talked about withdrawing troops from Afghanistan. After Bush. After Bush, right? Well, let's play, let's play what Obama had to say
3: about it. All righty. But over the last three years, the tide has turned. We broke the Taliban's momentum. We've built strong Afghan security forces. We devastated al-Qaeda's leadership taking out over 20 of their top 30 leaders. And one year ago, from a base here in Afghanistan, our troops launched the operation that killed Osama bin Laden. The goal that I set to defeat al-Qaeda and deny it a chance to rebuild is now within our reach. Still. There will be difficult days ahead. The enormous sacrifices of our men and women are not over. But tonight, I'd like to tell you how we will complete our mission and end the war in Afghanistan.
2: So that was a pretty, pretty heavy promise there by, by, Obama. I mean, by Obama, ending the war in Afghanistan. Um, that, that speech was from 2012, so eight years ago, nine years ago. Um but i mean he didn't i mean we got osama right that that was the that was the initial mission from the beginning
0: of this whole thing right yeah well well you're you're kind of so we have to take one tiny step back so yep. remember there's two different well there's multiple parts in afghanistan right so what obama was more specifically alluding to was not so much the taliban as he was al qaeda so al qaeda had used um obviously afghanistan and the taliban as you know basically their headquarters for you know decades leading up to pre nine eleven, going back to the uss coal um things of that nature so mm-hmm. to take out the taliban is not necessarily the same thing as taking out al-qaeda al-qaeda allied itself and osama bin Laden allied himself with the taliban um so there's two different things there so um but yeah i mean you can't i mean it, it's necessarily at this point one without the other but we have done a great job of taking out Al Qaeda, but as you can see, you know the, Maha- the Mujahideen, which is different than the Taliban. Taliban took over from that group, and they've always Our been embedded. They've <laughs> they've always <laughs> been embedded, dude. So it is two different things there.
1: So, yeah, and it, from what I understand, I just want to say it from from a layman, right? Because I, I again, I'm just a guy that pays taxes. I'm not. I didn't serve my country like like you guys did. I, I don't have that same understanding. Um, but from what I got from it, and maybe this is my interpretation, the intent of us going to Afghanistan was to prevent any more attacks, right? That was it, to, to take out al-Qaeda or anybody affiliated with them, so they had nowhere else to hide and they couldn't attack us again. That's that's how I, I understood it back then and now, but I mean, is it, am I wrong? Is there more to it? Not, not very wrong, because actually that's what
2: Bush was saying in his statement, right, is, is- to eliminate terrorist attacks all they are, and to keep the homeland safe right so that was the initial mission statement i would agree that that's
0: that's right greg okay mm-hmm. and and oh man it's so it's so embedded too so you talk about bush right and I'm, I, I just wanted him to say access of evo like one more time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only once <laughs> <laughs> or strategery, you know. <laughs> God, those were good days. You remember um,
1: Greg when we used to watch the debates? <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> like, just love hearing him talk. <laughs> like,
0: Will uh, there'll never be a better George Bush than Will Farrell doing George Bush. Um but interesting note though, right? So if you if you take it back to the Cold War, right? Um do you know who the director of Central Intelligence was back during the Reagan years when uh, Russia was attacking um, Afghanistan, or invading I Afghanistan. I don't think that the person now serving in that role remembers that today. I'll give you a hint. His last name's Bush. Mm.
1: Uh, 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 Ollie North. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Oliver North was uh, too busy trying to, you know, funnel coke into the United States. That's what his fucking role was. Yeah. <laughs> but no, dude. Uh... <laughs> so George Bush Sr., dude, um, was the kingpin. He was the king. Back then, there was no director of national intelligence like we have, you know, today. Um, back then, it was a director of central intelligence, and you literally were the king of the CIA, and, and all intelligence funneled through you. So it is interesting how, you know, you know the father kind of got us into this mess right by supporting you know at, at two different decades though one during the cold war you know russia was our enemy right they were the access of evil so to speak you know and you know so we were funneling you know things like stinger anti-air missiles to take out you know the russian air fleet and their helicopters um and so you have you know us you know funneling weapons in to help take out russia and then they do it and then what do these guys do they're like oh sweet we have all these cool weapons why don't we keep them you know and then fast forward you know 10 20 years and then now those same weapons that we gave them to fight the russians are also some of the same weapons that they're now using to fight us or they used okay. to fight
1: us that's gonna be to i'm say. sure that's gonna come up in the agenda what they uh know
0: oh, yeah. so- we're gonna get there for sure <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so that's a little bit of the background, right? Uh, Lee, do you have anything else to add to this?
0: No, I'm just listening to you guys at this point.
1: So, Are you so, okay? You sound like you just put a retainer in.
0: Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> I, I have my retainer in. I'm getting braces tomorrow, so leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so this is when the the cliff starts to kind of erode, right? And so Obama released many terrorists um, from Guantanamo Bay. So he's he released a whole bunch of people. Right, he was uh, trying to Trump. shut
1: down Gitmo for uh, humanitarian reasons or something yeah. at the time,
2: yeah. right? Yeah, which is yeah. fucking asinine. Um, it, personally, if, if we're if we're going to declare a war on terror, we need to th- fucking do it. Um, but then Obama or Trump comes around and Trump decides in twenty sixteen that he wants to run also on ending endless wars. Like he's he's also done with it. So it's not just the democrats um the republicans were just as as guilty of claiming to get out of afghanistan as possible as soon as no, possible. i
1: agree and actually I, we do have a sound clip for it i'm working on it right now it's just uh juggling what a fun Some, night with uh technical glitches i'll play the trump right now for you
2: so trump did sign a peace deal um september 2020 he met with taliban leaders uh signed the peace deal which i've actually read it's only four pages <laughs> i mean who would have expected trump to write anything longer right Um, it's in cran <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only four pages uh, i actually but, I
1: want to talk about that deal but not
2: well trump trump exchanged 5000 prisoners uh, detainees from um from afghanistan or mm-hmm. the taliban detainees for 1000 afghanistan um prisoners so yeah. there was a trade there which a lot of people were... Or one of those detainees is actually now the president of uh, of Afghanistan. Well, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll rename it here in a
1: minute. He immediately but, backed out, but yes, he was president for a little while there.
2: No, yeah. the, the new Taliban leader was a detainee. Oh, Obama oh, okay. or Not Obama, but uh, Trump released.
1: So, so. When, you, when you get to the, the Trump stuff, right, because the same thing with Obama, um, it felt... With, okay, with Obama, for my opinion, it, it feels like he kicked the can down the road knowing that it would not help uh, politically, right? It wouldn't help his party to make a, a tough call or make a decision or, or start doing anything, right? Um, I know he did a drawback. He did draw back on troops. Yeah, he did. Right, significantly. Uh, so Trump came in on that same platform. Um, we need to get the hell out of Afghanistan, which is, and, and to his credit, I, I'm i glad that he was saying it so loudly it wasn't it wasn't brought to the forefront by Obama um, and, and Trump came in and he made it a point to be very loud the whole time he was there. Now, where I feel like it's a little fucked is that he did it in an election year and he said, hey, you want this deal to work out? You want everything to go g- smooth and everything? Well, I just made this deal um, and it's going to happen in the next uh, you know presidential cycle. So eh, if it goes bad. Doesn't hurt me if I'm not president, but if it goes good, you know I'll make sure it goes good if you if you reelect me, kind of thing. It, it felt like a ploy. Um, I don't know. But I, okay, so mess. so
2: this this is a big argument that people on the on the <laughs> left are making. So you think well,
1: I'm not coming from the Trump, left. I'm just you think saying, Trump
2: set this up with the intent that he was going to lose the election to make the, the next president look bad, but at the same time he also tried to pull a coup. And steal the White House in January. Like I, I don't understand no, the logic.
1: No, no, no. I'm not saying that he was trying to. Uh, he thought he was going to lose. I'm, I'm the things that Trump was saying towards the end. He was making grandiose pro- uh, like promises about a lot of things like this. And and at the time when he made the deal, I was like, well, fuck. There you go. It it sounds like an organized drawback, and we're going to be out of this and cool. Like great. But he was also, you know, there was those caveats. If you reelect me, I'll make sure this tax never happens. If you make sure, you know, you reelect me, this won't happen. And then it just so happens that the, a month and a half before the election, he makes this peace deal, which they lauded, by the way, and I'm sure we have it on the agenda. Some people have um, right? it. was, it was, a, it was the GOP fucking, you know, hoisted it up like this champion of of peace that he is. And, and really, the election, you know, At that point, you knew where he was in the polls, at least late last September, right? Are You're telling me that none of that had anything to do with him going, you know, shooting for the moon? But
0: but wait, though. So Trump, right? I mean, I think we all know how I feel about Trump. But Trump did do some good things while in office, right? And this was one of them. You know, um, you can't. So we can't stay in Afghanistan forever, right? Like no mm-hmm. nation in the history of man has been able to ever occupy Afghanistan for more than a few years. Shit, well, even back when Alexander the Great did it, well, yeah, uh, right? We the but the Taliban the, the Taliban do it just because they're embedded in the tribes that are all throughout that region, right? It's a very tribalized society. It's not a democracy um, or a socialist, you know, uh, or an authoritarian um, type, you know, it's all ran by tribal leaders, so to speak. Right. So you can't well, strict the, it's Islamic rule. Strict yeah. Islamic rule. Well, that's just because that's not necessarily what all the tribal leaders believe, but it is ingrained in what the Taliban believe. So obviously right. if you, if you have the power and you're running that country, right. And that's your ideology. Well, then yeah, that's, that's what's going to get enforced, but it's no different than any other powers you know, throughout history that have tried to enforce their religion onto others. Um, obviously, look, at, you know, the Roman Catholic Church and, you know, things like that. Right. Um, so, like, I, I applaud Trump for actually doing this. I remember when this came out, and I was like, holy shit, they're actually bringing the Taliban to peace talks like that. No one thought about that in the previous 20, 30 years. Right. They yeah. confused Taliban for Al Qaeda or they thought that they were one and the same and they right. weren't right um so i applaud trump for doing this and also kind of as a sidebar you know opening up talks with north korea too right i yep. mean um so just some of those and, things and for all, yeah. all the backlash with with russia and then
2: china as well um we're a country of democracy right and so part of being a, a democracy is being diplomatic and going and talking to these foreign leaders even if they're terrible people um we're to not always come with the heavy hand and the stick it's nice to kind of talk things out occasionally,
3: and, but and sometimes the, when we don't
2: have a plan, yeah. things go really bad with these things. And we never have a plan. Yeah, the
0: United States sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sucks at creating plans for international Not relations, it, what,
1: dude. What Report. It showed that he he was smart enough. You know, maybe we didn't understand his methods, and we didn't. You know, like you know how I feel about him. right? I don't like the guy at all. Fuck that guy. But at the same time, he was smart. And he was able to come to their level in some way, you know, and he found a way to relate to Kim Jong-un and come to the Taliban and, and actually sit at the table with these guys and have a discussion. So, yeah, no, 100% he deserves a lot of credit, even with the deal.
0: Um, I just I just, just wish Trump would have been dressed like a sheep herder, you know, in one of those vests and one of his, like, bright red <laughs> fucking beards and shit. The biggest, the biggest <laughs> criticism that, that the deal had
2: from Trump was that there weren't enough um, sticks in that right? So there were some some caveats in there where we would pull back on the treaty, but not it wasn't heavy handed enough to protect the citizens of I- Afghanistan. There was right. a lot of verbiage in there about if you attack U.S. soldiers, then that breaks the treaty, or we break, or if you attack American contractors. But there was nothing in there about women and children or the people of Afghanistan who helped helped us along this way. Um, so th- there are some definite issues with the verbiage within there. Um, it wasn't all encompassing, but I guess that is the deal. When you sign a devil uh, a deal with the devil, is that you do have to make some compromises, right? Well,
1: and he did. Give, he kind of gave him the upper hand because he did. If you look at it, it, it said unconditional, right? Like they made sure that it was unconditional. There were no conditions to be met. That's what that means, right? So yeah, we we kind of gave the Taladanta unless, the unless they attacked unless our they people. touched us, right? Yeah. So at that point, I think that he was working on just trying to get a deal. Um, and, and and personally, well, I hate to well, say this, but you know, we we have to look out for our own first, right? Well, that's um, what Trump
2: ran on, right? Was yeah. was so American he was first.
1: looking at it like that, and and that's where I I can see where he came from that mentality. Like, look, unconditionally, we'll get the fuck out of your country. We've cleared Al Qaeda. We're going to take our people back. Don't touch them. Don't hurt them. And you know, you guys want to go fucking be you know goat fuckers. Do what you think. You know, do what you got to do. That I I really think that's what he was thinking at the time, and I, and. It's not entirely wrong. I don't I mean, know. It, it's weird.
2: I'm of a divided mind on this entire thing. I, I don't know if we should stay there or if we should go. We'll get more into it later on. Um, but natural, natu- national interests are involved in Afghanistan. By withdrawing like this, I'm going to ask some questions at, at the end of this podcast, kind of around that as to how maybe staying there was in, in our interest. Um uh, But I also, I I don't like, I don't like endless wars. I really don't. Did did the Trump thing ever look? Yes. You ready? Yeah. Let's go.
3: Brave troops have now been fighting in the Middle East for almost 19 years. In Afghanistan and Iraq, nearly 7,000 American heroes have given their lives. More than 52,000 Americans have been badly wounded. We have spent more than $7 trillion in fighting wars in the Middle East. As a candidate for president, I loudly pledged a new approach. Great nations do not fight endless wars.
1: It's interesting, and when we get around to it, I'm sure because I actually put that in towards the bottom of the agenda, talking about the uh, the gains that the you know, defense contractors and all that, the money that was spent. He just said seven trillion earlier today. I heard somebody say tr- two trillion, and then there was something printed at one trillion.
2: So oh okay, no, so I've much. not I've heard numbers as high as ten. Seven I'm would curious. actually
1: be
3: like, on the low end.
1: What would be on the you know like how much did we actually spend? There? Regardless, anything with a trillion is. Yeah. Way too much. So yeah, I,
0: yeah.
1: I, I, you know, there's way.
0: um, there's actually one president you guys are forgetting who also actually authorized attacks in Afghanistan. Do You guys Albor. know who that is? George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Potomac fucking <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Rick, he's probably your favorite president outside of Obama. Bill Clinton. There you go. Do you know what he did and why he did it?
1: I actually don't remember, dude. I was a kid, and I remember Serbia. I don't remember this.
2: Prior to the deflect from the the Monica
0: Lewinsky scandal. Was it a Russian thing? It was in retaliation for the bombings in the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. He launched fucking missile strikes in Afghanistan. Then at – well, back then, very few people knew who Al-Qaeda was. You know, I mean, they obviously learned after those attacks. But there was a very few small group of people who actually knew who Al-Qaeda was and knew who Osama bin Laden was. And those strikes were actually an attempt to get Osama. And, you know, obviously he wasn't there. Um, You know, sucks for us because, God, can you imagine if we would have fucking got him in those missile strikes? But those missile strikes also, you know, killed some innocents as well. I think they tried to mask it as you know, they they killed a, a school, I believe, or something like that. So, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I just wanted to. I mean, this goes way beyond just Obama and Trump and Bush. Don't, I mean, don't
2: you kind of feel like o- Osama bin Laden was more of just a figurehead? And I mean, it's like Hydra, right? You cut off one head, multiple more will, will reappear. We've kind of seen that with the Taliban right now, right? Um, well, remember, Taliban is different than Al Qaeda. Well, right? I mean, okay, I mean, they were, but today, I mean, they just let out. Al Qaeda from the prisoner camps, right? This past weekend, mm-hmm. they've kind of merged into one. There's, there's, it would be very hard to draw a distinction between the two of them today as the Taliban and Al Qaeda
0: are working towards overtaking Afghanistan. So they basically have a home base. Well, you got to remember, too, right? Like, I mean, and, and it's interesting you mentioned, um, you know, the Hydra, right? And, you know, Al Qaeda. Yes, they are severely weakened, but they are still a threat, obviously. Right. But Al Qaeda just I mean, there's different assets of Al Qaeda. Right. I mean, there's Al Qaeda in Iraq. There's Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, AQAP. There's Al Qaeda in Africa with Al Shabaab. So they have their hands in many different pockets. And obviously, yes, they their interests align wherever they can develop their resources, right? But Al-Qaeda, yes, they, they developed in the different areas, but they were still heavily influenced by Osama, right? I mean, just look at all the videos that, you know, and the messages that his courier was delivering and his uh, spokesman and now El- on al Wahiri al- say that 10 times fast, is number two. Um, yeah, freedom fighters. Uh, but <laughs> 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 So, I mean, yes and no. I mean, um the, I mean, the, I, I would say that the Taliban are more so focused on Afghanistan, whereas Al Qaeda is more global in their reach.
2: Okay, Rick, let's get to the modern news of today. Yeah, okay. So uh, let's get Joe up Biden, to no chance.
1: Joe Biden comes in and he decides, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna proclaim. We we talked to the Taliban. We got an extension from May first. That May first of this year was when we were supposed to be out on, on the old deal. So we're gonna be out of here by what was it, August 30th? Wasn't that the date?"
2: September 11th.
1: Okay, thank you. The
2: 20-year anniversary, which he meant for it to be symbolic, but I don't fully understand the, the symbolism behind it. It's fine. So, so is he awake?
1: Let's, let's listen to this. <gasps> uh, Lee just decided to check out. Yeah, he's on. Love you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's <laughs> fired. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None <laughs> whatsoever. Nope. Zero.
3: What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the South, the North Vietnamese army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of an embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comparable. This d- so well,
1: that kind of bit him in the ass, huh?
2: <laughs> that was a month ago uh, that that was a terrible statement, right?
1: Telegraphed people getting lifted off the rooftop <laughs> in a helicopter like oh, I don't say anything. just be like, you know what? I don't think it's gonna go that bad.
0: Well, i say. think
2: I think he's learned his, his lesson, right like uh. <laughs> i think obama once said that there's nothing that joe biden can't fuck up i think he actually said that once um and, and he he's kind of proving it right now uh so what happened <laughs> so military intelligence said that uh no way could the government fall under um on taliban rule that fast right Biden actually removed air support from the Afghanistan military. So we've, there's been a lot of talk about how the Afghanistan military just folded, right? Because the Taliban are marching in the cities and just fucking taking them over. I think yeah. out of 350 um, regions that they have there, only 40 still stand and are actually fighting back. Um, everything else is is basically... Well, I think there's a few still not being fought over, but they will be. But the majority of the country is purely under Taliban control. Part of that reason is our presence there we really pulled out so we removed all of our air support for the afghanistan uh, military so we trained them to call in airstrikes we trained them to do these things and then we pull back that support well not only did we pull back that support we pulled back the contractors that helped them maintain their vehicles so they were having zoom calls with our contractors in america trying to fix their shit because they didn't know how to fix fucking all this equipment that we left behind for them so We really, we really pulled any
0: kind of support out from underneath them. Well, you got to remember too, right? It's a okay. So you you gotta you gotta also realize everybody that it's a different part of the world, right? It's not America where you know we have laws and we respect authority and things like that nature. These guys run on a tribalized culture, right? And they and Taliban, right? We think of the Taliban as like you know, it's just fucking Taliban, a bunch of fucking. Roughnecks in the fucking mountains with AKs and you know whatever. Ass. I've never but- heard them. they <laughs> <laughs> um, goddamn rednecks way but- right up there with their goddamn Second Amendment. Yeah, right. And I, but I want to. I want to like you know. And it's all about it's all about respect, right, for those guys, right. And they they put these guys on such a high pedestal over there, right. That every enemy is Taliban, right. Like when you looked at Northern Alliance when you looked at the Kurds fighting back, they'd always say, "Oh, Taliban, Taliban, Taliban bad, Taliban bad," right. And it's not only because that's just what they labeled them, but it's because they had such a a fear and a respect for them. Right. A story I want to share from Iraq real quick is I remember, you know, al-Sadr when he was doing his bullshit with his Mahdi militia. Right. This militia was respected all throughout Iraq. Right. And the Iraqi army and the Iraqi defense forces and everything like that. No, they were, like, deathly afraid of these guys. They thought that these guys were, like, the fucking Avengers and shit. And I remember one time, we're fucking getting reports in, like, our nearby town. They're like, hey, yeah, dude, the Mahdi militia is fucking taking over the, the fucking, you know, the police station. They're taking over their this fucking army post and these checkpoints, all without anybody firing a shot. And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you can't give up control of these areas, right? And then come to find out, it was just a respect issue. They let them come in do their thing right and then once they were done they walked away and they did their thing similar to what's happening now right a lot of these areas that the taliban are taking over they're not even they're, there's no shots even being fired they're just walking in the town and because these guys have such a fear and a respect and you know hold these guys is such great infamy they're not even trying that hard i mean um yes yeah, some some territories are being fought over but not much right and and that's it that's just the way it works in that area of the world it's yeah. weird
1: It's it's interesting. It's. I don't know, I that fundamentalism is is scary to me, honestly, I don't know. That's the fear. That's what it is. That's exactly what they're feeling. It's scary. You know, these people are fucking crazed about what they believe. And they'll fucking cut your head off. If you don't believe with them. That's that's scary, man. I get it.
2: So the president, the, the Afghanistan president that we put over there, he fled the country on Sunday.
1: Yeah, the same day that they were coming towards uh, Kabul. Yeah, come on.
0: So how do you guys feel about that? Uh what a strong leader to stick up for his country, huh? <laughs> I mean, if the president wants to get the fuck out of Dodge, what, I mean, you can't expect the citizens <laughs> to actually want to stand up and fight, right? How long, mean, how
1: long was he president? Do you know?
2: I don't know. Not but even I, 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 he was U.S. placed, right? I mean, he wasn't highly respected. Like Greg's talking about this respect thing. We, everybody knew that he was a puppet that we put
0: in yeah so and he right? Had to prove so he, it, right? he
1: did he evacuated you know, within an hour can right? i
0: uh, yeah i, I want to bring up a, another point too if i could right so we talk about biden right and and you know this whole getting out of afghanistan thing but if you think about it right it was obama's big thing to get us out of iraq and now it's biden's big thing to get us out of afghanistan is mm-hmm. that a coincidence there or i mean what do you think about that right Biden's kind of
2: an idiot when it comes to international policy. So uh, this is like a straw man. This is definitely a straw man thing. But Biden actually opposed the Osama bin Laden hit that Obama actually, when he he made the hit on him, Biden opposed it. Biden's been wrong almost on
0: every international policy ever. Well, well, to be fair, I mean, with the intel that was there, it was about a 50-50 shot. I mean... Going in the Pakistan, a nuclear fucking power. Yeah, I mean it was fifty. So there were there was a lot. He wasn't the only one who was kind of oh, hesitant no, on, you know. So I mean, yeah. In hindsight, it's always twenty twenty, right? But Obama made the
2: right call, right? He right. took him out. Um, I don't think that there's a coincidence that Obama and then uh, because I, I don't know what the connection really there is. I don't.
1: Do you think that maybe just the the fact that Trump made that deal last year forced his hand because he knew no, that
2: he could have he could have he if could he went through it then we moment. go
1: back to war right we go back to active battle
2: um no we had if you maintain a force on the ground out there right then but now, remember I'm, the
1: force is twenty five hundred strong now it's not fifteen thousand like it was when he signed that peace deal
2: yeah but if you brought people in and and you bring that back up to fifteen grand thousand then you are going to maintain that that barrier that you still had. Right. Okay. They're not going to just feel uh, empowered to just walk into these cities like they did. So you could have kept them at bay for sure. And and you, it wouldn't have been hard. We had them. They, they were just biting time. Right. And, and there would have been small conflicts. You would have still had some soldiers losing their life. And you would have heard right wing pundits talking about how Trump didn't lose anybody for a year. But I mean, that was also a covid year. And then that was also during this peace treaty that they had. So. Um, they, people would have made a tax on it politically, but realistically, yes, we could have maintained that, that ground, even with that treaty. We, we, we're we a country of fucking lawyers. We
0: can find a way out of everything. I mean, and the United States doesn't do enough to consider the international partners when it comes to fucking things like this, right? Because we're always like, America! Fuck you! do
1: So France, France actually had to spend, send in special forces uh, to pick up the, the because french they're foreign, foreign legion
0: you
1: know, not that cool <laughs> french freedom fighters um, <laughs> they actually they sent in um special forces just to collect their interpreters and any afghans that worked or supported them uh, during that time because they were like hey us pulled out we got no way and they're actually talking about that now like how the fuck do you get the special forces in the airport is now currently on lockdown and you can't get in or out. That road oh, is they'll find a way. We,
2: we, like, we will talk a little bit more about that and, and our allies and how that affects us uh, later on. But yeah, that's that's a great thing that you bring up right there is the international community and how to, how they're going to look at us moving forward. Yeah. Um, so there were reports out of Afghanistan that many people were trying to leave. They were trying to get visas. They were getting return dates of September to come back to get their visa. Good luck, Uh getting that, that visa.
0: Have your uh, beheaded head
2: with you, too. Let's play uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to let's carry You'll have
0: to have a carry-on. Um, that's a terrible joke. God damn it. Man, it's, get, like, it's like the hatbox ghost in fucking Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. That's terrible. <laughs> let's start making jokes on these poor
2: oh people. My yeah. God. Damn it, I'm Duper.
3: To I fucking
0: you blame you. Secretary of State Blinken. A.
3: Blinken? I don't think that uh, the fact that our forces... are are withdrawing. One, we're not withdrawing, we're staying, Uh, the embassy is staying, our programs are staying, we're working to make sure that other partners stay, we're building all of that up, and uh, whatever happens in Afghanistan, if there is a significant deterioration uh, in security, um, that could well happen. We discussed this uh, before. Um, I
1: don't think it's going to be something that happens from a Friday to a Monday. Uh, So
3: I wouldn't um, necessarily equate the departure of our forces Uh, In July, August, or by early September, with some kind of immediate uh, deterioration.
2: Uh, That's our Secretary of State.
1: (laughs) So so just just so everybody's clear, Biden said there's no way we're going to evacuate people off the rooftops with helicopters like Vietnam. And then Blinken said there's no way from Friday to Monday you're going to lose the whole country. <laughs> I, just, I just Okay. Okay. <laughs> you feel like someone in the Taliban was sitting there listening to it like challenge accepted. Right, they're <laughs> making bets and shit. <laughs> just drinking their goat milk like I'm going to fucking take you out.
2: <laughs> like <laughs> Oh my god. Like holy. Shit. Some of these sound clips literally like if you put that into a movie no fucking way could that be a serious movie. Like, it would have to be a comedy. Because there's, like, this comedy of errors that they were said before this. And then those exact things played out on TV. Um, yeah, they literally took the country over from Friday to fucking Monday. Actually, they didn't even need Monday. They, they didn't buy Sunday. Uh, so,
0: and it, 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 And that just shows you right there, like, how much we did not know about that country. And, and you think that there is one thing we would know is our Department of State and embassy and, you know, all those people would know about the country. They would know about the mines. They would know about, you know, the tribes and what they're doing and what they're capable of and, and who the leaders are. And, and clearly they didn't. They were just like, we're America. Oh, fuck well, you. Hold
1: now, now, hold on a second. They did. They knew something because he made this decision. Our president made this decision against what his military advisors told him to do. So. They knew something and the intelligence was there. Just The intelligence wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like we knew there was something there, right? These these military advisors, those that study, that have all of that information on the tribes and what's going on in the current situation, they said, don't pull out. Don't do it this way. You shouldn't be doing it. And Biden proceeded to say, I'm going to stand by it. We're going to make it happen. We're doing this now. Here's the repercussions, though. I'm sure somebody, and because we have some smart people. We got some lawyers, right? Uh, Duper just said that. I'm pretty sure somebody knew, like, yeah, dude, this shit's gonna go real bad, real, real fast. Like,
2: <laughs> well, not three days fast. Uh, those advisors also advised Trump um, last year and, and advised him against it as well. So there's, there's and it's
1: funny. Same thing with Obama. In,
2: in the military intelligence, there one thing they might not be necessarily great at tactical. Things They are really good at leaking things to the press to make sure that they know, that we know, that they advise these presidents of, of the opposite action that they actually took. They, they, yeah. they cover their bases pretty pretty well. So, despite what Blinken said, cabal fell on Sunday. Um, Taliban just walked right in. They took it. Um, Taliban decided that they're going to declare Afghanistan. They're going to rename it the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. And here's oh, a big one. Can't wait to see them in the Olympics.
0: <laughs> waving their fucking <flag> <laughs> shit I doubt it. Um, no, they're, not, they're
1: not even going to be walking in they're going to be on one of those Toyota pickup trucks. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big old flag like AKs everywhere <laughs> the machine the machine
0: gun mounted yeah.
1: <laughs> oh and the, man it's a weird the target shooting is going
2: to be terrible.
1: yeah <laughs> oh.
2: You can't see them on video. They're just aiming at uh, I know. Moving. I wish we were on video. Uh,
1: the girls so- are just walking behind the Toyotas, all sad. <laughs> 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 just their faces down, two feet to the left.
2: We <laughs> don't participate in any female sports, by the way. I oh, man. Uh, China has said that they're going to recognize the Taliban government. Uh, what does that mean for us?
0: Yeah. I mean, can you blame them? Fuck, I would too if I was China. So I don't know. One thing we didn't have on the agenda was talking about the natural resources that Afghanistan has. So I don't know if we yep, want to save yep. that, but not no, talk about
2: it, because, I mean, that's part of is, this China thing and why China is supporting them.
0: I, I was reading some articles that said there's like an estimated at least three trillion dollars in natural resources alone just in Afghanistan shit to make microchips and fucking batteries and, you know, energy and, you know, jewels and all of that stuff. Right. And then that's not even including the opium that is also there from the poppy fields. That also generate, I think they said like over like hundreds of millions of dollars. So think about all those natural resources, right? I mean, the natural resources to build fucking military technology and computers and microchips just literally right there at your border. Yeah, fuck. Can you I mean if I was China, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, go Taliban. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Fuck America. (laughs) I mean, I can't blame them, right? But
2: is that to spite us, or do you think it's for the natural resources? Do you I think, think?
0: I think it's ahead. for both. I mean, China yeah. is China is you know throughout the past. I mean, I'll just say decades at this point is always trying to show their supreme, you know, their supremacy in the region and what they can do, both economically and obviously militarily. Um, and yeah, so I, I definitely, I am not surprised at this at all, that China wants to fucking get in there as soon as possible as we're fleeing the fucking situation. It's no different than when, you know, Russia retreated and we capitalized on that shit. Right. I yep. mean, it's no yep. different.
1: And, and really it, it is, it's doubled, right? It, it's a double move, a uh, very smart move by them because just, uh, just controlling those resources or getting those resources when the U S or any of our allies cannot get it it's going to, you know, put them at an advantage, especially right now when we have a chip shortage, we have a resource shortage and in manufacturing. And all of a sudden they're like, well, there's a fucking gold mine over here that you guys <laughs> just left. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and be buddies with them. Like it's it's smart. It is smart. It totally makes sense. And they're all
2: in the same region as well. So it does make sense to uh to be peaceful with your neighbors as much as possible. So, there's I, I reports got one of the, neighbor, dude. Fuck him. <laughs> here's the Taliban. There's reports <laughs> of the Taliban going house to house, collecting weapons from the citizens. Um, there's also reports of the Taliban uh, demanding that people go back to work. If you're trying to, you know, just hide and fucking get away from everything, they're telling your ass to get back to fucking work. Like, get your ass to your shop. Open shit up. Uh, they're, they're pretty... They've taken authority immediately from, from Can the Can we
1: people. get into... What they're doing with the women? Well, specifically we will talk about that.
2: And I definitely want to, t- mean, I definitely I, want to talk about, about that.
1: I'm not talking about their law, Islamic law. I'm talking about what they're doing it's with really. the women that are educated. Oh, um, yeah.
2: Well, yeah, that's one thing. So, Taliban are going house to house. They've shut down schools. There's reports of schools actually burning to the ground. Um, the moment that they took over the government, they said no more women in schools. All women were pulled out of, out of any kind of educational institutions. Uh, so, there is no women's rights. And that's why that was important at the beginning of the show that we talked about that being Afghanistan being the Paris of the East is because they did have people, women, um, without burqas. They had women going to school and, and educating themselves back in the 1970s. Uh, that, that That's over. It's it's completely done because the Islamic rule is very much against that.
1: What Taliban the wasn't around in the back, 70s? back then. Because like, Iran was the same way, right? And then in the 70s. You got the Ayatollah and, and the same thing happened. Women are treated like fucking second class citizens. It doesn't. What the fuck happened in the 70s? Dude,
2: it like, can happen. So that can happen here. Uh, whenever radicalism takes over any country, it can happen fast. And there's a sleep, a, a steep decline that that will happen. It's every country is susceptible to it without. A doubt. I, I'm just saying because it
1: appears Islamic funda- uh, fundamentalism took over in the Middle East in, in the 70s. That's what it looks yeah, but like. I mean, I it,
2: it, 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 but to be fair to, to the Muslim population, I mean, that's that's possible in a Catholic population. It's fair mm-hmm. in a science-based population. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever fear or ra-
0: irrationalities that you have that you can control people with, it can happen anywhere.
2: Absolutely. Well, And,
0: and you got to remember, it's also the Cold War too, Rick, right? So um, there's misinformation deception campaigns going on from the USSR to the United States and the U.S. territories. Yep. Um, right. Like the Shah, and then we were doing the same thing, you know, against Russia and you know areas like fucking Germany and things like that. So, right. um, you know, it's I mean, it's but uh, I mean, and you know, you got to think too. Like Vietnam was fucking a huge fuck up for us, right? Like we like we were we came out of World War II on a high, right? And then the Korean War happened, and Vietnam happened, and then yes, we were still the global superiority, right? But then it was us. You're in a bipolar system, right, where it's us and the USSR. So, of course, we're all just – it's like the game of fucking risk, but it's just the United States and Russia, right? And we're all trying to, you know, get where we can, right? So we don't care who we shit on. We don't. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's why you have things like instability in the region, right? But it's not just Iran. I mean, look at fucking Egypt. Look at fucking Israel. Look at – fucking saudi arabia kuwait um united like that whole fucking region right just saw a boom um in that area too as we were and it's just it's the way the world works man that's why i'm always fascinated with international stuff more than american stuff no i
2: mean
0: uh, 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 it's all interesting (laughs) interesting.
2: i don't want to get too deep into anything
3: (laughs) international people
2: Fucking goddamn Soviet restrictions. So anyway, uh, the Taliban, <laughs> so when the Taliban came in, they took over these air bases. They've acquired some very precious materials uh, or, or weapons. They have Blackhawks now. They have drones. Reportedly, they have drones, um, weapons, uh, ammunition, s- small arms.
1: Tomahawk missiles. And to- like
2: fucking crazy shit. Dude. Okay, Greg. Well, okay, and and they've they've of course acquired our one billion. Well, I think it was seven hundred million dollar uh, embassy that we built.
1: Ooh, um, the operating system, not only for those drones and tomahawks, but to be able to manage like fucking global hawks and shit, like uh, the like the crazy drones. They have access to our technology that they can easily sell to another country totally. and say, hey, you want to be able to hack their shit? There you go, dude. Got it Me- now. These
2: motherfuckers fought us for twenty years with fucking rocks and sticks, dude. Now they have fucking real weapons. No, that's <laughs> I not mean, true. It's they always had AKs and
0: mortars and RPGs.
2: <laughs> it's a bit yeah. of an exaggeration, uh. but Greg, when you're in the military, one of the things that they taught us—I I don't know if they taught you that over in your unit, but in my unit, we had to—we had—we had fucking bombs. Like we had to plant bombs on our shit if we were being overrun. We had to blow our fucking equipment up. I don't know if you guys were in the same situation as well, us. I mean, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that's but true, we, right? You like, always... I don't understand how Blackhawks we were being overrun by the Taliban. They're just marching in. We're not even putting up a fight. We could put up some delays. We could we could blow this shit up. Why did we not fucking have a system in place to detonate and, and take down the
0: embassy as well? Because, like, why... when, because when you need to evacuate, that's the last thing you're thinking about, dude. I mean, look at how, how much equipment we left in Iraq, too. Same thing. You know, we left trucks over there and Humvees and fucking weapons and fucking Did you leave Toyota China trucks Russia's? and fucking everything, you know. To- Did you, leave <laughs> Black Toyota's man. you know, I mean, there's always going to be shit left behind. That's just the way that war works. We left right? some really important shit behind here, though. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I
1: mean, I, I, and I'm going to point out again, and I think it's not talked about enough. The fact that they got the data, the operating systems for our defense systems. Is is a bigger deal than it's being made right now. Yeah, but because Rick, that- I
0: guarantee you people have been going after that for years, man. I mean, just look at intelligence and counterintelligence and fucking China and Russia and how they hack our networks and fucking North Korea is playing big into that too. There's always people trying to get our latest and greatest military stuff. Well, I mean, about a
2: year ago, the Taliban did have a sit-down meeting with Russia and China. So, without a doubt, they're all in cahoots and they're all discussing how to reverse engineer But stuff. we do
0: the same thing over there. I guarantee oh, yeah, you, absolutely. they're hacking us. We're trying to get their shit, too. You know?
2: Absolutely. So, as people were trying to f- uh, flee Afghanistan, there, there's tens of thousands of people. There, The report is 20,000 people are trying to flee Afghanistan, plus their family members. So... All these people are trying to get out of there. They <clears throat> the US military, they all retreated back to the, the air, one specific air base and they've secured that one zone. There's so many people coming into this airbase that our military is shooting tear gas at these people and, and firing them away. I mean, how terrible is that, man? These are people who were interpreters, cooks, laundry people for us, and now we're shooting tear gas at them saying nothing goodbye
1: their their life is it's over you know if they if they're caught um it's over like that that's that's the the horrible truth to this is there is no um like yeah it's cool man you had to do what you had to do you had to have a job there will yeah. root, you know right. these people are going to die it, it's yeah. it's not even that's mm-hmm. how this works um i i would be in the same way like desperately hanging on to the side of a a C17 when it's taken off. You know, so a, they're, fucking they're, they're falling a ro- onto a rooftop because yeah. I have no choice. Holy I mean, shit. what what choice do I have? As soon as they get a hold of me and they find out I'm an interpreter, I did your laundry, I fucking served you food. I'm going to die, and so is my family. Like they, it's it's horrendous. It's just, just horrendous. people
2: just trying to make a living. I mean, I, they were probably not even ideologues, right? Like they didn't fucking care about the United States or our standards or anything. More than likely, they were just trying to make a fucking living. They're trying to put food on the table every fucking
0: day so then they can feed their family. And and this is what we do to them. Dude, um, and the priority is always going to be, you know, American workers, right? So embassy, embassy staff, um, their families, if they have any families over there. Yep. Uh, okay. And there's only so many airplanes in Afghanistan, right? So, I mean, it, it's a fucking shitty thing to say. I, I totally agree, right? Especially, I'd probably say more so than anybody, the fucking interpreters, dude. You know as well as I do, Duper, we could not do our job if we not didn't have those interpreters fucking with us. And, dude, some of those fucking interpreters are fucking badass, dude. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, come to America. Oh, I want you, you know. Um, but
2: you, yeah, you, you actually you, you actually made a great point, and you gave us a great segue into the final audio clip that we have with Joe Biden. I don't
3: even
1: want to play this one.
3: I stand squarely behind my decision. After 20 years, I've learned the hard way that there was never a good time to withdraw U.S. forces. That's why we're still there. We were clear-eyed about the risk. We planned for every contingency. But I always promised the American people that I would be straight with you. The truth is, this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated.
2: Part of his speech, he also talked about how taking care of American citizens and, and the American interests and yeah. giving yeah. that side of there. Um, so yeah, just just as you were saying, Greg, exactly what you were saying,
0: dude. And 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 I'm sure you ran into it too, dude. But how many how many people who worked on you know the base and everything else? How many of those people did you find dead? Right. I mean, it happened oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think their survival rate was like less than five percent, or some yep. shit like that. And I know some guys they couldn't go home. Now, I mean, I was talking to some dudes there who were like, "Yeah, I haven't been home in like five years because the minute I go home, I'm fucking dead." Yep. You know right. Because they'll kill and, and, your family. Yep. And I don't want them to know where my family is. And and you know, and um, it's it's a it's a horrible fucking truth, man. Um, you know, but yeah, they should be bringing all those guys back. You know, and kudos to the fucking French. I mean, Rick, you were saying the special forces. Got some of those people back, right? Um, yes, Germany has taken ten thousand refugees as well.
1: Yeah, this is the this is and the hardest won. part of the talk for me. I, I'll be honest with you, like imagining that these people were just trying to live, just be human yeah. beings, and because it was against a bunch of tribes that you, it doesn't matter if you agree with them or not, and it had nothing to do with it. You'll work for them too, probably. You just want to live, and you want your family to grow. And, and they're not going to get that opportunity. A lot of these people are going to die. It, that's, that's the hard That was trend. my
2: issue with, with Trump's peace deal and with Biden's exit strategy is that there was no plan for these people. Right. Um, and
1: we've been talking about that for – well, the news and, – and, and you've heard talks about this when it came to Afghanistan and the fact that the date was approaching and we're removing people. It's what are you doing with the refugees because there are so many refugees. Oh, we're only going to take back 5,000? There's over 20,000 refi- or you know refugees that would, should be cleared. That mm-hmm. helped us, and yep. and you're gonna take back five, and yeah, you had that problem with September. I, 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 I dude, it's, it's just, it just it I can't and, understand it.
0: And here's Three the God. thing too. Here's the thing. Where are they gonna go, right? I mean, this is where I wish we could pull up our fucking map of Afghanistan. Um, but where are they gonna go, right? I mean, on on one end of their border they have Pakistan. Well, guess what? The Taliban is highly fucking entrenched in Pakistan as well, so you can't fucking hide there. Um, where are going to go China fucking China's not going like to take you in. Them. They want it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, maybe Kazakhstan. Um, but I don't know how much Borat and his family can fucking take them in. Um, and you know, India is too far away. Russia is obviously too far away. So and India doesn't it's want to kind of, and, and Iran maybe, but Iran is just heavily entrenched with Russia as well. Right. So it's definitely a fucking conundrum, right. That, yeah, I mean, those guys and are have, going to get the we, shit we in this If We knew we were exiting this country.
2: Why do we not have a fucking plan for these people? I mean, that that's just simple planning right there, right? We know we're leaving. Okay, we're leaving. Even if the Taliban take
0: this country, screw it.
2: Let the yeah. Taliban have the country. I don't even care, right? If these people want that, who are we to stand in their way? That force and democracy has never worked on anybody, right? If you want your independence, if you want freedom, you will fight for it. But for the people that did want some freedom, maybe maybe they, some of these people did have you know American values and they, they loved the American way. Maybe we could have brought them over, right? Maybe we could have saved those people and had a plan to exit those people out of this country as refugees. We're, we got the sudden border, border open to these countries from, from the south of us just walking right through, right? But yet these people who fucking helped us for 20 years, we're going to turn our back on them. It's terrible. Rick, you sent this link to me. Newsweek removes an article praising Trump's peace deal.
1: No, no, I'm- not Newsweek. Um, so the GOP on there, um, you know, fucking love me page um, for the whole GOP. Um, what, what do they call it? You know, you, there's the Republican GOP, National Grand Old Party. GOP, yeah. So um, they they had since last year. They've had the article up, and one of their major sticking points is look at what Trump did here. He's a peacemaker bringing up North Korea and, and Afghanistan and this peace deal. And and it was a it was a huge thing praising the peace deal and what he did. Uh over the weekend that disappeared. It just I it I, don't away like very big fast.
2: Tech, I don't like when when tech censors people. I don't like when when we go back and edit articles to reflect the story of today as opposed yeah, because to it's
1: politics now.
2: It's just yeah, it, I, like, I don't just like fucking
1: it. Own it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're you're proud of what he did. Great. Well, this is the repercussions because neither one of them made a really good fucking exit strategy. They just said good things because they wanted well, votes. To be fair and,
2: to like, be fair to Trump, we don't know what his exit strategy was, right? We we cannot accurately say that his his strategy would have been this disastrous. We we can don't we know. base
1: it off of some of his decisions on other major Doesn't problems.
2: Doesn't matter, Rick. No, we cannot you cannot
1: You can't form an opinion on how someone handles other major problems like I know that I can trust Greg with my child, because I've seen him and he's made decisions that make me trust him. He's, never, to changed make other good he's never
2: changed a diaper before.
1: He's never changed a diaper before. She's thirteen, so <laughs> nephews. A, we're not doing diapers anymore. He's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know what I mean? Like there, there is a point where yeah, you got to look at their previous decisions and and how they handi- had to handle major situations, right? That's all I'm saying. So maybe his track record, you can have an assumption of how it would go. I, you're right. I can't say wholeheartedly, "Oh, he would have fucked this up," but I also can't say, "Oh, he would have done this better," because oh, I honestly I, I can't. I can't
2: say I have full better. faith that it would not have been disastrous, regardless who pulled out this fast. Right? Yeah, I, I agree,
0: and um, um, and I, I kind of agree with you, Dupe. But I agree with you, Dupe, on the on the factor that look at Trump's cabinet. I mean, how many vacant fucking seats were just there throughout his fucking tenure? How many people resigned on him? I think just in like what DHS alone, I think DHS had like three or four different secretaries in his reign. Right. Like like obviously if you can't have a stable cabinet, how can you plan for anything? So um, but I agree, like no matter who would have been in charge, it would have been a shit show. Uh, and, And look at Iraq. We didn't have a plan fucking for Iraq either. Other than telling yeah. the world, hey, on this date we're leaving, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hi, good bye. Call. You know? Really good idea. That yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: like was, it's, it's uh, a surprise party for the royal yeah. surprise. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I don't like it. I don't like it when when own your shit. Like that's very important to me on on either side of the aisle, right? Um, especially right. with with this one, removing this this praise of, of the Trump piece. deal. you can praise that and then also say. You you could put better spin on that than deleting the fucking article. That's, right, that's what I'm
1: thinking. Like, if you're gonna spin it, then say, "Look at he he set this up right, and all he had to do was knock the pins down. I set it up yep, for you, yep. and then you fucked it up. oh yep. you know that's, that's you what to you do." do. Yep. But they didn't do that. Instead, they're like, "Ooh, wait, <laughs> like, yeah, we don't want to talk did. about that again." Uh, Trump, Trump had nothing all
2: crazy ass statements, but yeah. all right. So you asked earlier about women in Sharia law. What happens in that country to the women and girls of that country?
1: A lot of bad things, man. Um, they are not allowed to leave the house without a male family member. So they're literally stuck at their house on quarantine their whole lives. Um, if they are educated, because the Taliban does like to tout that they do let the women get educated, it's only to be able to read the Quran and be able to recite it um, and be able to read you know, basic alphabet. But they don't go beyond that in education. Uh, they are not allowed to have a job, obviously, uh, because they're stuck at home um their husbands are chosen for them and that can happen at a very young age uh violating any of this they they mutilate them which is a horrible horrible thing i mean removing your hand like shit like that like what the fuck they've been stoned they've been you know it, they're Great. treated like Human subhuman they're just subhuman to these. these not only men. that,
0: but they also God. I can't forgive me for not knowing the actual term, but you know when they cut their clitoris off, mm-hmm. so that way yeah. when they do have sex, they can't get pleasure out of it. You know, not that we could find the clitoris anyway, but you know,
1: <laughs> send them to my house. It's not going to work out for him anyway. <laughs> Another horrible fucking joke. Yeah, during yeah, a very serious,
2: serious yeah. moment. Like now, now we're. Any feminist that I was listening, you lost them.
1: I'll tell you this. Since we're talking about this and I've actually been holding on to this, um, we were driving home last night, my wife and I, from our uh, softball game. And, yeah, we had the news going on in the background a little bit. And then it was just music playing. And uh, I looked over and she was legitimately, like, weeping. And I'm like, dude, what? what did I do wrong? That was, you know, that's my natural reaction.
2: Well, you've never been able to find the clitoris. <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs>
1: Welcome to my world. Yeah. She, she looked at me and she's like, I, I just can't believe what's happening and what's going to happen to these girls, you know, because we have a 13 year old daughter and, and she was just thinking like, what if that was myself and Samantha? And, and, and we wound up in the situation like that. I can't imagine living that life, knowing that you and your daughter are now going to be relegated to either staying in a house, being sold off, uh, you know, that kind of shit or dying, getting your head chopped off, your hand chopped off, you know, fucking your clitoris removed for what? For stupid shit. I didn't walk directly behind you, you know, like get the fuck out of here. Like it's, it's fucking horrible. Um, I did read a report today that uh, the women that were stuck there, um, they sold out like a any available uh what do they got hijabs the the full body Mm -hmm. uh coverings um they they don't have them anywhere in the country right now in stores because everybody's like oh fuck cover these women up there was actually uh there's a photo and, and you can catch it a photographer caught it if you just google it um the taliban was having them paint over any advertisements of women um with their faces showing um over the walls like there was a salon they were showing where they had to paint over it immediately like That's what they were worried about today um, when rebuilding their nation is making sure that you don't see a woman's face. Um, That's what's happening.
2: I've been thinking the same thing as Rachel, man. Whenever I see my daughter or I see women just driving a car, um, simple, simple liberties. We're so, so privileged in this country. And and yet up until today, this past weekend, we've been taking it all for granted. I mean, we really don't, we don't, do enough self-reflection and look around the world that that is and realize just how lucky we are to of just by the grace of God to been born in this country I mean the odds of that right I mean just that that was the greatest lottery that any of us won I I don't care your your race or your gender or any of that just to be born in this country is is the greatest gift that God could have given us because we have liberties that nobody else has
0: nobody else Dude, it would fucking disgust me when we were in Iraq, dude, and I would see these fucking assholes fucking, you know, married to these fucking 13-year-old girls and shit, dude, and it's yeah. like, oh dude, and you can't do nothing about it, because fucking you in the dick. who they are, and you're just like, this yeah. motherfucker right here, you know, um... And yeah, dude, I feel, I, dude, I, I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, all joking aside, it's fucking horrible. I I haven't seen it to that point, obviously, of Sharia law, but I have seen some of it where it, where people would treat you know their wives or females that way. Um, also, you know, they can't drive, obviously. Yeah. Um, they're not. I mean, they're they're basically at their beck and call, which is fucking insane, right? Like because they're. Uh, the Quran doesn't say anything about them needing to be treated that way, right? Well, it's it's, it's the these extremists, right? It's these fucking guys who come up with their um God, interpretations. Yeah, what's the fucking the edicts that they? What the fuck do they call that in Islam? I can't remember what they call that, but uh oh, it, like no, not an infantata. Um, but anyway, they create these fucking side oh, rules that say. <laughs> it's a lot. No. Of- mm. I know. We're all fucking hungry. None of us have had dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fat. No, Three fat guys um, trying to talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. But anyway, yeah, uh, I can't say anything more than what you guys have already said. I, I, my fucking thoughts and prayers. Are when all for when I was that.
2: in Iraq, we had a, I had an interpreter in my Humvee one day. We're just out on an OP, just sitting there forever. And I'm sort of bullshitting with the interpreter. And he's telling me about how his five-year-old son would have more rank and more pull and more say within his home versus his wife right and who would be I mean ideally a a grown-ass woman Uh, he was not married at the time and and I'm asking him back and forth and I I say we're having this dialogue and I said why why is that right why do you exhibit such power and control over a woman and he said well simple we're stronger men are stronger than women and so to prove a point to him and he never talked to me again after this but like, I, I, I got out of the driver's seat, went over, grabbed his ass out of the Humvee, threw him up against picked him off of his feet. I was working out at the time. I'm too fat to do anything like this now. Picked him up, <laughs> threw him against the Humvee. I said, because I'm stronger than you, I, I should exhibit my strength over you every every day. This is what I should do. And then he, he cowered, right? I mean, what's he going to do, right? I'm a U.S. Mm-hmm. soldier exhibiting my power and my control over him, which is not – entirely fair right because if he attacks me then i got all these other soldiers that's going to back me right it's fucked up when you really think about the dynamics behind it but it did scare the shit out of him right and and it proved the point to him that just because you're stronger doesn't necessarily mean you should exhibit that strength over other people um but he didn't get the point he just thought i was a dick and i kind of was being a dick but whatever so what happened to the citizens that assisted us out there
0: Hopefully We're some sure. of them can fucking get asylum them. um you know I I know huh. the UK is deeply embedded in this too man I know Great Britain is fucking cuz I get <laughs> Sky News alerts every fucking morning and it's it's I either get one or two things covid shit over there which I can't even pronounce half their city, so I don't even know how COVID is working in the UK. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, send them up, Pipa, defense. defenseless defense going going Afghanistan." I'm like, oh, oh, "Okay, cool." So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so wait, it's nice cheerio, cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> It
1: sounded like a 1920s newsreel.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah We're we to do something. a whole episode that way. I I cannot repeat that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was a one-time thing for me. That's a that's all I now,
1: have. So but, I know that. Uh, We are doing more now, obviously, because there is not only a national uh, cry, but an international cry to say, hey, fix the fucking problem here with your people, your refugees. Uh, We do have something set up in Texas and Wisconsin or Michigan um, where they're going to be taking as many as they can. They'll get flights in there. They're going to hold that airport for as long as they can, from what I understand. And the Taliban, here's the problem. There's the fucked up part with that. The Taliban controls the one road to that fucking airport. So as much as we want to get people out, they have to go right in front of the Taliban. Like, hey, I just drop by heading to the airport. <laughs> oh, you why?
0: Know. You made a wrong turn back there, guys.
1: Like, my bad. dude. I'm just going to go turn around up by the airport by the Americans. Maybe jump on a plane. I don't know. I, I was
0: not an interpreter. Yeah,
2: no, I'm but that's, on my way. That's, that's why I asked this question. Are we going to see public beheadings? Are we going to see people being hung off bridges? Oh, yeah. Are, are yes. we going back to that? And how yeah. long? Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt, you think? Uh,
0: and, and, and until we get a more international outpouring and crying over that, the United States can't do it all, man. You, you I mean, think the Taliban give a shit about
2: outcry uh, and, and public support? They're going to do that shit regardless. The only yeah, way no, you stop no, that but, is by and, military but, presence.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Unless the the global community raises up to stand up against that it is going to happen that's the yep. point i'm trying to make
2: they, they said countries like france and germany and in the uk they actually had meetings totally separate from the united states they're, they're not even dealing with this anymore because they're so fucking pissed off um what
1: was
0: the mission in afghanistan to kill osama bin laden
1: to prevent we talked about this at the very top of the show so you know but, you know but the,
2: did, did that mission change over time and did it become so hazy and so foggy that we lost interest in this war because we well, didn't really have a, a, okay. a solid so definition So this leads of
1: perfectly it. into my argument, and this is actually – I wasn't thinking like this, so I take no credit for having this train of thought. Uh, there was a quote from a retired – he's a U.S. Army major. Uh, his name is Richard Ojeda. I guess he's running he's – He's he's a politician now too as well. Uh, His exact quote was $2 trillion to train and equip the Afghan military over the past 20 years. They fell in a week. It was never about real training. It was about military contractors and corporations raking in giant profits. He's numb. I'm sure everyone else who spent years there feels the same. The big thing there that I pulled out of that is absolutely the mission changed and it evolved because there was so much money into it. Because there were federal contracts. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, look at the look at the federal contractors that were there and who they were affiliated with. with. Uh, what? I won't have you
2: spread misinformation on my podcast.
3: No, no,
1: no. no. We, we we talked about this, uh, you know, before the show, before we recorded, and and we were talking about how like uh, we were just randomly talking about Rand and Paul and that and that news story, but that's that's separate. But the whole thing is, there are people that. Their, their fucking hands are in their pockets, in these politicians' pockets. We stayed there longer than we needed to because of money, and at least that's part of it. It's definitely because of the money in the federal contracts we had with Northrop and Boeing and fucking, uh, what's that other crazy big one? There, there's so many of them um, that are that are out there doing this shit, and they have contractors out there. It's just, it's it's a big money. So ground.
0: so you got to take one step back, though, all right? Okay um in 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 my opinion right you had afghanistan you had iraq right special forces were on the ground within fucking 100 hours i think it was of fucking the the twin towers being taken down they were there in afghanistan fucking right. going to get fucking osama bin fuck Laden, right up. so yeah i am i am all four going to war with a country that attacked us, right? And Afghanistan as a nation didn't attack us per se. It was Al-Qaeda that attacked us, right? But Al-Qaeda was also backed by the Taliban and it was they were also backed by Afghanistan, right? So I, can, I could see us going to war there, right? And then we had the whole Saddam is bad, even though there was no intel to suggest he had anything to do with 9-11. But, oh, Saddam is bad. My dad didn't get him. Let me get him. And, oh, let me look at this fucking intel report that says fucking iraq has wmds and you know when they mean wmds they're not talking about the biological shit because we knew they had that we're talking about nuclear fucking weapons right um yellow cake plutonium right but i don't know how you feel duper but i don't think we should have ever went to iraq because once we invaded iraq that became the priority over fucking afghanistan right so now we have this quarry of fucking iraq afghanistan iraq afghanistan right and, um, so that also played a factor in there. Right? And yeah, profiteering's always been about it, but we also did some good things too, right? Al Qaeda is essentially fucking done, right? Based on what we did there.
2: Bro, we
0: used Afghanistan as a staging ground to conduct missions into other countries, right i e going to get Osama bin Laden. We couldn't have done that if we didn't have you know an air base in fucking Afghanistan, right, and not mention all the other areas in that area that I'm sure Those our guys were embedded. Down. Um, and, you know, but uh, you're right, right? The the mission always evolves, right? And it evolves because we don't have a plan, right? Look at how we, we fucking Iraq, you know? Oh, get the fucking Baghdad. Okay, we're here. Now what? Oh, I don't know. Tear down that statue of Saddam. Um, And just, yeah, people cheering and stuff. Okay, what are we going to do now? I don't know. So Iraq don't was
2: think. fucked up, man. Because you and I, we were both in 9-11 happens. Um, we watched those towers go down. And and I can't speak for you because we weren't we weren't talking as much as we do now, but I was ready to go to Afghanistan. I was I wanted oh, to me to on. Absolutely. There, there wasn't a person I knew that did not want to get on the plane. And the exact same way. we were the... ready right then and there. And then they sent us to Iraq.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it, it, and I I'm just
2: uh, I'm just dumbfounded. Like, why are we going to Iraq? There, there's no reason to go out to Iraq. Um, but yeah, Afghanistan was definitely the big one. And it should have been our sole focus. It should have been the big one,
0: but ideally, I'm kind of glad I didn't go to Afghanistan. Cause that's a lot of fucking mountains, bro. Like <laughs> I would not want to be going up and down all those goddamn mountains all the time. Have yeah. would be stronger. Fucking getting made fun of by a goat and shit. Like, nah, fuck that, man.
1: You would have been. You would have gone hiking more. Think of it like that.
0: Like when you got back, you
1: would have been Just, all that? Like, hey, you guys want to go to Devil's Punch Bowl? Yeah, bro, let's do this.
0: It. it might have been prettier. Come
1: at Yosemite, yeah. bro think like, it would have been amazing.
0: There's okay,
2: snow but- there. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. So is this is this Saigon part two? Is this as bad as Vietnam?
0: No, I don't think so. But well, the evacuation is absolutely right. Okay. But we, sh-
2: well, I don't know. Well, right? A two I part mean,
0: question, right? Because Saigon and then Vietnam. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should have been, and I think America agreed with us back then. We had no reason going to Vietnam, right? Yeah. And and I think Muhammad Ali. Said it best, right? He's like, he's like, the, he's like the Viet Cong. What did the Viet Cong ever do to me, you know? He's like, unlike well, you know, America, business, like, it, you, know, you, can,
2: you can say that about any war, right? Yeah, but Afghanistan, they attacked us. In Afghanistan, they attacked they, us. Like, well, said. no, the they didn't attack
1: us. Not Afghanistan, well, but, but they harbored the terrorists they, that they attacked. Did. Us. Yes. They but but were,
2: but when, when 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 you follow that thought process, I mean, how many terrorist organizations have we funded right so how many by proxy countries have we attacked with that same thought process and that same logic but we haven't invaded whole nations though they never invaded us they attacked a couple towers and in, in the pentagon in a
1: couple towers Pennsylvania. The several thousand people and no but i mean but they I mean, never
2: there was never an invasion on u.s soil right we've we've, we've Never had that. Well, not, if not you're control. talking about ground forces,
0: yes, the last time that it happened was fucking Japan, obviously. So, um, but they never occupied United States. They right. just didn't no, attack. No, right? no ground forces were ever here. Yeah, but I'm mean, well, and that's just because of geography, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's difficult to get to the fucking United States. Obviously, we're surrounded by two fucking oceans. So, I'm um, just saying,
1: man, British got uh, really fucking lucky finding the continent in between everybody else that's just kind of isolated like that from both sides. That's uh, that's pretty fucking lucky. Good for them.
2: Will this define the Biden administration? Is this it? Is this the defining moment? Are we to
1: Be determined.
2: I mean, could, what what? How high of a peak would he have to reach, or how low of a lower point would he have to reach for it to define this administration? He could get
1: pretty fucking low, dude. <laughs> like um, there, there is still plenty of time left in this administration to either do something really great. Or do something really bad. So, Yeah,
0: And I'm always hesitant when we talk about presidential legacies, right? Because, you know, we don't know everything that happened in the White House. And it will take decades before we know every single thing, you know, once shit gets fucking unclassified and stuff like that. So we don't really know what his lasting legacy will be. Maybe it'll be staying awake. I mean, I don't know.
3: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Like, what will Trump's be, right? Well, I mean, Trump did a lot of bad things, but he did do some good things, right? I mean, and that could be said about every single president. Um, It's just we're so divided in this fucking country about red versus blue that. Well, okay. so what was kind of nice about this whole thing
2: was it didn't matter what channel I turned it on. CNN, MSNBC, uh, Fox News, whoever you went to on Saturday or Sunday was dumbfounded by what happened over the weekend. I mean, today things have fucking twisted. And now there's, there's I stand by Biden trending on. Um, on, on Twitter today. And, and one reporter said that 93% of America agrees with what Biden did on MSNBC. So th- th- yeah, there was a poll. Crazy about, it wasn't today. about
1: what Biden did. It was about getting the troops out of Afghanistan, 93% of the country. That was the poll. And it was yeah, from. But he has uh, a 70%
2: disapproval rating regarding what's going on today.
1: Absolutely. I mean, how so, many people are going to be like, oh, good job, bro? <laughs> That's the way to handle it. Like, and so that, leads in,
2: that leads into my next question. Should we have stayed?
1: We should have continued to draw down uh, in a much more organized fashion.
0: I mean, but you talk about the trillions of dollars, right? I mean, just multiply that times how long we stay there. Well,
2: with today's days of
0: of stimulus packages and and whatnot, I mean, what (laughs) is a trillion dollars? We we drop that shit like it's nothing. No, I'm, well, I don't know. What's over a trillion? A gajillion? I mean, I don't even fucking know. Uh, we'll find out in a couple years. A zillion, of years. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to find out. <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's shitty to leave when you don't have a plan, right? We learned that in Iraq. Um, we're learning we it now in Afghanistan, Vietnam. I mean, Vietnam, we left with our tail tucked between our legs. We didn't really so do this in Iraq and Afghanistan. We kind of left more on our own terms, you know. I wouldn't say we were completely defeated, like you know yeah. we we were in Vietnam. But then again, it was a different time frame, right? You had the draft for Vietnam. This is an all fucking volunteer army now. Um, so there's there's those cultural differences as well as well societal. There's
1: Can different- I point out that we're all stupid and we should have picked it up in the name trillion? Try T R I. <laughs> So that's three. So what's the next thing, Greg? Quadrillion? Oh, oh! shit. Oh! Just <laughs> 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 oh, I,
0: don't, I don't even know why
1: I Googled it. Like I felt <laughs> dumb. As soon as I looked at it, I'm like, are you fucking serious? When Greg?
0: is a zillion?
1: Uh I God, I don't even know, dude. We gotta go so far. You gotta get through quintillion, I, I... sextillion, sextillion, <laughs> octillion, nonillion, like octillion, there is no, there is no, I'm point. trying to get
2: through this podcast. I got to go to bed. All right. So <laughs> I feel like we should have got out of Afghanistan, but we should have done it in an organized and, and, and thoughtful process that protected the humanitarian process in the way, along the way we needed to make sure we took care of our allies over there. And then that we got our people out safely.
1: So it sounds like we fucking agree on
2: something. Look, yeah,
1: at, that. Right. Yeah, Look absolutely. at
2: that. Absolutely. Um, everybody is saying everybody's become polarized again today. Uh, but yeah, I mean, past couple of days, the biggest disagreement or, or agreement that we all had was that it was the process that it was handled, right? It's watching these people who had helped us being tear gassed at the airport, um, only so they can turn around and, and face hangings and, and beheadings and rape and murder. Um, it's, it's terrible things that, that, that we're doing to this company or to this country. So, Fed Contractors big payday off this situation. So you already talked about that. How was the Taliban so drastically underestimated? You kind of talked about this earlier, right, Greg? Yeah. yeah
0: he so made a really good point, too. They, they've always been in the trenches, man. They've never gone away, right? Um I mean, they were the Taliban was still ambushing and attacking our soldiers in Afghanistan, right? I mean, it wasn't all Al-Qaeda. Taliban was stepping up, you know, for their yeah. territories as well, right? And and it's very Tightly contested it's tribal right It's it's you know this tribe owns This mountain that tribe owns that mountain And then fucking you know you cross Into our lines we're gonna fuck you up right And then um, the religious aspect Is also a part of it right where You know if you're you know seen Attacking you know a Muslim That Muslim should step up to defend himself, and you know you should be supporting That guy right so I mean yeah, you got the the, the the Religious aspect to it you got the tribalism Aspect to it Um, and it's just, that makes it more complicated, right? I mean, how many of our guys, I mean, it's such a difficult country to fucking navigate, right? I mean, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of like helicopters fucking, you know, at damn near fucking 30 degree angles, fucking going up against the fucking mountain as they're evacuating soldiers and this and that. Um, you know, there's been plenty of movies involved about, you know, um, um, you know, about how our guys were getting ambushed on the daily, getting mortared, getting fucking sniped and fucking all that shit, dude. It's, it's very tough, but they've always been there, man. Um, the, the Taliban is not going away.
2: Do you think one of the reasons we underestimated them is, is because we've kind of become the red coats, right? So the reason why we were able to, oh, yeah, win absolutely. Our independence is because we weren't fighting by those same tactics, right? They would line up and you fucking fought like men, right? Mm-hmm. you lined up and you fired, but we were doing guerrilla tactics, right? We we're hiding behind trees, that kind of stuff. Changed the, the, the manner of warfare. Um, today, that's what the Taliban are doing, right? But now we're all like, oh, well, if we if we depart, then you guys will let our people out because you guys are good guys. Like It's like this nativity
0: where we think that they're going to follow by our rules. Another thing, too, and you're absolutely right. The laws of war are different, right? I mean, um, we're not built to handle an insurgency, right? We're not built to handle... You know, quick terrorist attacks, but another thing too that these countries all have in common, right is they have they have time on their side, right? They know that the longer occupied forces are in their country, right, the harder it's gonna be for them to sustain that so yeah, what's what's fucking ten what's twenty years right and and they have this repeated pattern of defeating. Or in their perception, defeating the occupiers, right? Whether it be Russia, whether it be fucking the United States, whether it be other countries and other nations, right? So they they have time on their side, right? Inshallah, God willing, right? Um, they, they don't they're not on timelines like we are. They're not on achieving objectives. Is, their objectives are different than our objectives, right? So that all that definitely played. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was I, I was gonna bring that up and I totally forgot about it. So yeah, thanks for that. You What's mentioned threat uh, security? Before,
1: before you go on to that, he had mentioned like, hey, yeah, there are uh, plenty of movies um, out there. I, I actually just caught a documentary. Um, it's called Hornet's Nest. I think you guys, if you want to look at it, uh, watch it. Um, it's a 50 a year you know career record uh, journalist that goes, you know, in beds uh, and they went to Afghanistan. He took a son for the first time and it's fucked like it's fucked. So it's something to watch if you want to have an idea of what they were dealing with in Afghanistan. um, He embedded with these soldiers for two years, I think. So um, another,
0: another thing too, man, fuck. I'll have to, I'll tell you the book offline that I was reading, but I was reading one of the books about right after the war, the special forces, you know, groups that were there. And in, in the book, it talks about how fucking frustrating it was dealing with people like the Northern Alliance, because they would, they would be so hardcore to go, achieve an objective or go capture this fucking high ground. Right. And then nighttime, they're like, Oh, it's nighttime now. Yeah, let's go retreat. And then, you know, and so obviously they're like, what are you doing? You don't just fucking retreat. Like when, once you achieve the objective, you have to stay there and secure the high ground. Right. And the special forces guys are all talking about how, you know, these guys are fucking corrupt. They're just taking more of their money they're not really supporting them. Yeah. And, you know, green berets, that's their whole bread and butter is, is helping develop, You know, um, insurgents and and these different freedom fighters to stand up against, you know, the country that they're going against. And they said every day they would do that. They would go take a mountain, retreat in the evening, come back and have to do it all over again. And it was just this fucking never ending fucking cycle. And the whole time they're like, oh, yeah, just bomb them, just bomb them. Like, no, you can't just bomb people. You need boots on the ground to secure the objective, right? I mean, so that's all that also plays into it too, those knuckleheads.
2: Yeah. I mean, and that that plays into what we were talking about earlier, where Biden pulled all the the air support, right? I mean, just go bomb them. That's how we train them is just to fucking react that way. Just bomb them. We'll hang out here. Uh, What is the threat to our homeland security? Does our military strike fear into anybody who wishes us harm? I mean, with, with this withdrawal, it being this unorganized, us looking this bad militarily, what is China and Russia saying about us right now?
1: Um, uh, okay, well, just not on top of that, what about our our own terror, another additional terror threat? I was reading today, um, a lot of military specialists, uh, intelligence is saying that within two years, um, the Taliban and Al Qaeda could be back to the same that they were in 1999, you know, stronger, like, stronger. yeah, that's, that's,
0: fucked yeah, up with those with those types of estimates so you got to take them with a grain of salt right because look nobody estimated that the taliban will retake all fucking again afghanistan no. in a weekend right except like, all the generals when you said that article i said well <laughs> then they'll be attacking us in a couple hours then yeah
2: exactly because um, our time frames yeah. are pretty fucked up
0: <laughs> right but i mean i don't know there's a lot of aspects that go into our our homeland security right like i still feel and believe um, that our military is still the baddest in the fucking world, just be, not just because of a technology sake, but I just think that our men and women in uniform—they're an all volunteer fighting force, right? Like you gotta be of a different mindset to be in just the military to begin with, right? So our 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 fight and our esprit de corps is also not to say that those other countries don't have it. I mean, you you have to look at at a country,
2: well, uh, not a country, well, I guess it is now a country, I don't even know, but the Taliban, right? They're born into it that's all they know is is war and and fighting so i mean it's two different levels Uh, i mean a volunteer force is great but to be born
0: into it also is is pretty crazy and we spend more in gdp consistently year over year in our defense you know i think maybe israel spends you know i think they're like number two but we've always been number one on defense right Can I just tell a quick little story on that, too, if I can? So when I was in Iraq, right, fucking we had this, you know, and we do missions with the fucking Iraqi army and whatever, right? And we're on one of these bullshit checkpoints and and their sergeant, right? The guy in charge of this fucking squad, fat motherfucker, like fatter than I am now, probably like 350 pounds, right? Was like talking shit and like all his like soldiers are laughing at me. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, so I get my interpreter, I'm like, the fuck is this motherfucker saying right here? And, he, and the guy was like, you know, and they're having this exchange back and forth. Right. And, you know, and keep in mind, I'm, I'm outside the wire. Right. So I got my fucking vest on. I got my helmet. I'm like in full battle rattle. Right. And fucking, this dude's talking shit to me. He's like, Oh, you America. If you didn't have your fucking airplanes and your fucking satellites, there's no way you had been able to stand up to the fucking Iraqi army. And I said, I said, what? Sit, 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 say it again. And I said, "This motherfucker right here, right?" And I and at that point, you know what I did? I took off my fucking helmet. I took off my fucking vest. I fucking had a pistol, right? And I said, "Tell that motherfucker to go fucking take two hundred fucking paces, and let's go see who could find each other." And because it was like a little like farm field area, and I was like, "Let's see who kills each other first, motherfucker." And oh, then you were like, the, play hide and seek. The interpreter, fu- yeah. Well, that was you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have my car, so I didn't want to do it then, but. But yeah, dude, and, and and you know what he did after that? Just like your guy, right? He's like, oh no 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 oh I'm sorry, right? And it's like, dude, we're fucking crazy, motherfucker. Like, don't fuck with us. We'll fucking kill you, dude. Like, I have I have a know. similar story.
2: Um, I was in the back of a Humvee, going out with some Iraqi soldiers. It was just me and and a, a small platoon of Iraqi soldiers that we had trained. We're going out to an opie, and we're in the back of a Humvee, and this these they're, they're 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 giggling and they're they're whispering shit, right? And I asked the one that speaks English, what, what did they say? And, and one of them said, well, he thinks you're cute. And, and he, wants to, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to he wants to have sex with you. I said, all right, well, if you guys say one more fucking word, I will put a bullet in your head. That's it. We're done talking. No more talking. That was like the day before I was going on my two-week leave too, man. That shit, man, I was yeah, so, so you, worried. That
0: yeah, I you didn't want to fuck around. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're like, you know, I'll see you when I get back from leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean It's like prison out there you know
2: uh, um, So Biden doubled down on his decision Today we already know that Would we have been more content breaking Trump's Deal and returning the war I, Did we cover this already I feel like we kinda kind we of did
1: I, I don't think anybody would none of us would have been Comfortable going back to war right it would have been More about just organizing the exit Yeah, That's kind of what I pick up on the other Two people too
2: Is there anything my, that my Biden colors. can do to save this
1: how, what do you mean by no, safe? Th- what 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 is the can salvage can, now? can
2: he put any kind of of spin on this to make it a positive?
1: You know, what is you there can any do? way you can you can send a clear message to the Taliban? Do not touch these people. Uh, very clearly, do not touch these refugees. That's what I was hoping he would say. We're today. going to evacuate. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. You're going to leave this airport alone. I am leaving troops there. You do anything. We're bombing the fuck out of you. That's like, what I we are said. going to bomb the fuck out of you because you're going to kill them anyway. Yes. So either don't touch them or we fucking just annihilate you, wipe you off the earth. Like, do that's remember, what he should be doing.
2: Do you remember the movie Willow? Yeah, dude. So at the fucking end, pack. when 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 they, they fake out the castle and they're all hiding in, in their their holes and then they pop up and then they attack the enemy. That's kind of what I was hoping was happening here. Like I was hoping we were just baiting the Taliban into these cities and then we're going to pop out of the buildings like, Oh, gotcha motherfucker. Like, no, we didn't do that. Damn it.
1: No, Um, no, we
2: didn't. But yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent, Rick. And and so that would maybe be the difference between Biden and and Trump. Right. And so when, when you asked earlier about Trump and, and what he might've done differently, Trump would say crazy shit. Like Trump was not afraid to say some. And he would crazy say crazy shit.
1: shit like what I just said. Absolutely. Yes. And I, I think
2: he might. And and I think Trump would have bowed to public pressure after a very harsh weekend of, of just constant attacks from both sides. I think he would have came back, and I, I think he would have said something crazy um, to the effect of what you just said. And I think that might have been the right thing to do. But again, that's just speculation. Who the fuck knows, man? What any. Anybody else would have done in this situation, Greg?
0: No, I mean, uh, I mean, it's not as easy as we'll bomb you and fucking kill you, right? We've been trying to do that for a fucking decade, and look right at where now. it's got <laughs> us, right? Yeah. Like, airstrikes aren't the but, only but fucking the, weapon out there. I mean, the difference today is that they're out in the open; they're not. in the
2: right. Now right? you know where I they mean, are. That, now it, that, like this is there. so much different. We we could yeah. have so much drone and satellite yeah. images on I, them now I, that we've never had in the past because they've always been hidden
0: but i guarantee you not not all of them are out of hiding i can guarantee you that right but i, I, I that's i would have done what rick said i, no, I would have said I mean, I'm, like, I'm not if, talking if you, about just
1: them either but strategically right. what about that 1 trillion dollars worth of shit they got off of <laughs> you know oh, well, like and do I'm you gonna do you, all that shit up Do I'm you think they care
0: about away. economic sanctions they don't give a fuck i'm going to take, I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: take out this? every goddamn toyota you have and you're going to be stuck <laughs> with a fucking Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> Tell me how, to, how does Toyota get away with this?
0: Like, <laughs> so many people. Like, no, like uh, running come since on, 1984.
2: Hell man. <laughs> like, no, man.
1: <laughs> uh, we make it easy on you. <laughs> right, a, a,
2: any, any spin that he can put on this to, to
0: make it a positive? No, man. Unless if he doubles down and then and he, no, he keeps doesn't. our forces in play and and doing that, now you're just, now you come off as indecisive, right? It has to be one or the other. You got to rip the fucking Band-Aid off. You're already this entrenched. Get us out of there. You know, it does us no good to continue to stay there. I feel for all I the people really that are there. I mean, we could support economically to other countries and help refugees or, or possibly work out deals to get people here. But I'm more worried too, right? Like every time the conversation comes up in America about bringing people in as refugees, how many fucking bigots and fucking racists and fucking prejudicial fucks are out there yeah. saying, you know, all to go over our country. These fucking well, blah, it's, blah, it's right, not like
2: about that, Greg, because there is a security threat, right? Because how oh, many no. of those, well, yeah. how many Taliban would come over in those refugee camps, right?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, true, but I mean, yeah, that's always the risk, right? But do you completely remove bringing in refugees because? No, well, a few I, people. I and I man, we're not talking about everybody. just refugees. I, we're I,
2: talking about American Purely employees. on employees that were that were that worked directly oh, yeah. with Americans. If yeah. you worked with us, then we got your back. Because that actually leads to my next question: How long, if ever, will the international community trust the United States military support? Once you've okay, so let's say we invade in our country, right? Um, and we need support. We need we need dishwashers. We need somebody to do the laundry cook for us, all these various things after seeing what happened and the way we treated the people of Afghanistan, is there any chance that anybody would sign up for that job knowing that they will not have our support when that day comes, when we depart that we will just leave them out to die?
0: Yes, they will. Because no matter when, when, no matter what country, when they invade another country, there's always going to be people supporting the other guy. Right. Right. Um, and that doesn't matter what, what but, but we were talking about is, earlier right? about
2: fear. Right. So part of that, that fear, the, the way that they overcame that fear of the Taliban was that they had the big, bad United States military there to help save them and, and protect them. If that, if that illusion of protection is gone, does anybody care? Does anybody care to do business? There's with still going to be people
0: supporting that, that fighting. unit. Right. Right? I don't think I don't like think if we away. were to stay tomorrow, Mm-hmm. You know, or if we would come back a year from now, I guarantee there will still be people coming back and saying, oh, hey, yeah, I want to work, you know, whatever. Right. You think so? It just, it, yeah.
1: I mean. Oh. And and keep in mind, we have a new administration every four to eight years. So it's going to be different. The opinion of us is going to change in the next few years, potentially, or the next six years. It, it, it's going to be different. Right. So it, I think that, that that will always be there as long as we are still trying to be the country that we claim. That I we mean, want.
0: dude, it happened in our own country, man. I mean, look, look in Revolutionary War times. How many people were still supporting the British and fucking everything else and the crown? You know, um, Benjamin it, Franklin's it's son happen. was a
1: general for the Redcoats. Yeah. That's how it splits.
0: So. so our allies.
2: Do they have any trust in our military? Yes. Because, because military
1: power or uh, us as trusting a military us power. making the right decisions. A
2: combination so, of the two, right? Because you can't, you can't go in the partnership with somebody who makes bad decisions.
1: I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of wavering in the ne- over the next few years. But again, administrations change just like when Trump was in office and you saw Merkel just kind of back off for four years. And then all of a sudden Biden gets there, and she's like, I love you. Like same shit's going to happen here. There are going to be a lot of people that are going to say, okay, we're not doing anything with these guys. Like, at all for the next few years, we're going to have to hold off unless something severe happens. You know, our focus won't be to invade another country with this. You know, we're not all going to the same dinners. You know what I mean?
0: So, and and, right? and yeah. the U.S. military always operates independently. Yes, they follow the orders of the commander in chief, but the military is its own force, dude. Like just you you can't just because the commander in chief is an idiot or makes idiotic decisions. Doesn't mean our military is useless. Right. I mean, look at how they felt with Bush jr. Right. Everybody thought Bush jr. Was a fucking idiot. Right. Um, and people kind of still do. Right. Um, but our military was fucking the baddest fucking fighting force in the land. And we still are. Right. Well, you say that, you say that, but when was the last time we actually had a victory? When was the last time we just, well, beat the it, but, but you got to define what it's that means. World, right. Yeah. You gotta define what that means, right? I mean, so that, that did actually, we kill did we kill Osama Bin Laden? Yeah, that's a victory, a right? Like, Twelve huh? years to do it, right? 11, 12 years. But, um, I mean, but that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, like how do you define victory? How many people did we help are we handling that time by
2: our own our own rules that we set, our own woke politics almost, right? So so the rest of the world, we live by a different set of rules, as much of the world does not, right? So China, Russia, the Middle East, they don't play by our rules, right? Are we handicapping ourselves to the point that we can't win another war?
1: So are you saying we should be removing the clitorises off of women and shit to to get to their level? So when I was in Iraq,
2: it it was evident that the weapons caches were inside the mosque. But we as Americans could not raid a mosque because those were off limits because those were religious um, institutions. So we can't touch them. But that's, they would fire fucking RPGs from a mosque. We couldn't go in there and raid it. That, that's a serious handicap. I mean, it's a huge problem because they know how to play it to our our weaknesses within that. that I think or, it's, or it's so a moral well, high ground.
1: I, I'd rather go out losing, doing the right thing than. <laughs> I would not.
0: Um, I, I, I mean, because then you will be communist. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta remember too, dude. That, that's not just an American thing. That's also set by the rules of engagement. NATO, that's set. Right? That's set by the Geneva Convention. Um, even though we're the only ones who follow the fucking Geneva Convention, yep. but, um, but yeah, I mean, but Rick does have a point there. Yes, it's fucking frustrating as all hell. Um. And, but you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, they would do that shit, right? Um, it wasn't all of them, but yeah, there was, there was some of them that were doing that. But at the end of the day, we were still able to eliminate the enemies. Um, not, I mean, but it's two different things, right? Like there's, I mean, if you're invading, right? And you're invaders, right? We don't invade to take over a country. We invade to remove the, the perceived threat
3: and then we set and then
0: we set up an occupation force yes. or a peacekeeping force. That's totally different than saying, "Oh, Iraq, fuck well, you! You belong to the United States of America." Yeah, now. Yeah, but then
2: we put in these 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 full governments that that have no power or authority. Well,
0: yeah, well, that's there, just because a part of countries like Iraq
2: be- and, and Afghanistan, they're never going to get, they're never going to be free because they're not fighting for their own freedom. It's never going to happen for them. Well, and, I'll never say never. Keep, but I mean, well, not until they fight for it. They, it yeah. will happen once they decide that they want it. Yeah. Uh, we cannot force democracy. We cannot
0: force these things on our countries.
2: I don't think it works. I really don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and you're absolutely right, right? Not every country should be ruled by a democracy. It just Correct. it is the way it is, right? Now, I don't think fascism is a fucking good thing, right? I don't think like leaders should go out there and fucking commit genocide against fucking, you know, certain ethnic groups or fucking you know, religious groups whatsoever. Yeah, I think, you know, our international partners and we should step up to eliminate those types of threats, right? But dude, well, if one country's socialist and it's working for their citizens, I mean, okay. Like, that yeah. doesn't change our democracy, right? I, I mean, so. I, I don't think that there is one way to rule a country.
2: I, I really don't. and And I think each governmental system is so fragile that it's a special thing when a republic like ours works um or when when you know a, a pseudo socialism works in sweden right and when, when these things work in these different countries it, it the government is very fragile and it's very easy to break and it's very easy for it to become venezuela or, or cuba right it's very easy for these things to go down, down very dark paths and we just have to kind of let countries find their own way and, and right. what works for their people and, and what aligns with their values. Rick closing arguments.
1: That's uh, what I was just going to throw out there. We need to wrap up. Um, I don't think there's a much to an argument. I think that what we're seeing wrapped now, up
2: multiple times,
1: it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's not even listening anymore. They use the sheepskin ones over there, so they yeah. don't work too well.
1: Well, they use the sheep. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> 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 that's, that's what's going on. <laughs> Um, I really don't think there's a lot for us to argue. I think that we all agree this situation is terrible. Um, There are people that are suffering, that will suffer from this um, by our actions as a country. And uh, I don't agree with any of them. I I do try to look at the flip side here and I will give um, kudos and respect to Donald Trump and to Joe Biden. I don't know when we would have ended this and And as disorganized as it is, I don't know when we would have ended it if somebody didn't just finally rip a band off and and unfortunately, he did it very disorganized and i I can't say that anybody would have done <laughs> we would have done better, obviously by us talking tonight, but hmm. it 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 needed to happen we needed to get out of that country um so it's it's a tough decision might have cost this guy his reelection um he would have a lot of respect we're not playing that he's not, he's <laughs> just so saying, old
2: man him yeah, and I, Trump are I, not I, running in 2024. Those hey, two are is not this running. Your
1: closing argument or mine. They're not running. Shut up. They're <laughs> fucking 90,000 years old. The point More. is, all, all comes after a... is I give him a lot of respect for at least standing up and doing it a- again. Did not do it the right way. Um, but really the only thing that matters here is, is pray for those people that are stuck there. Um, that did help us and help our soldiers and in so many ways stay alive, literally stay alive without an interpreter. We would have had so many casualties. Um, These people saved lives and they were doing it for themselves and for their families and, and just potentially to make a living or just to get out of a bad situation. And now they're falling off of aircraft and getting tear gassed and having to drive down a road, uh, Fucking with the Taliban, just eyeing them. They're 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 trapped in their houses right now, guys. Like, re, re, you know, can you imagine being so scared you're stuck in your fucking house? Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. eventually they they're going to the You're actually
2: a big advocate at this one, so I, mean, I don't
1: understand <laughs> me it here at all. But look, man, all I know is fourteen days later, hopefully I'm better. With that, and, uh, this one, you don't get two weeks. They show up, they cut your fucking head off. So, I mean. Imagine if COVID did that shit, then <laughs> maybe people would have been taking it seriously. Um, uh, yes,
2: Fauci, that he might Oh, uh, here
1: we go. TV. We're not doing this. This,
2: is this I'm just kidding. I am Jesus. going
1: to defer to Greg at that point. That was pretty much all I had to say to Greg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Rick. Um, yeah, so, um, I mean, I really like this. Like, good job narrating, Duper. Um, when I read the agenda, I was like, oh, God, this is going to get so muddled. But... I really think that we brought up a lot of good talking points on each side. I hope we really, you know, informed our audience. Now, I don't know who the hell is going to sit around for an hour and a half long podcast, but it's something different that we do. And we don't do this too often. And I think maybe we should because we are smart, um, all of us together. And I think we can talk and debate the points and, and get the word out. Uh, my my closing remarks are obviously you know sending massive prayers to everybody in that fucking region, right um, and and sometimes when when all else fails, you got to rely on your faith, right I mean, um yes, I know prayers are doing very little for people and it depends on on how you are and this and that whatever. Um, I'm still gonna pray for them, you know and I know they're all praying for each other too for hopefully openings or, or whatever. And, and and I leave that that. But my real closing remark is to my brothers and sisters who fucking fought over there, man. Um, it wasn't a fucking waste, right? Like, I don't want you to think that. I know when we pulled out of Iraq fucking a couple years ago, I was... And I still am a little perturbed, right? Like, it took me a while to kind of move on from that. Because I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck did I do in 2003, in 2005... I got fucking shot. I got fucking blown up. I lost brothers. I've lost fucking sisters. I have fucking people who come back and for what? What fucking point was there, right? And I want to leave you with when you think about those things, think about the good that you did over there. Yes, you did make a difference. Even though those differences may be small, they may be minute. Minute. delivering food to a village is a fucking good thing. The villi- you know, building and developing and providing clean water to villages who haven't had it in 50 years. That's a good thing. Building schools, right? Building fucking, you know, other types of government and municipality buildings is a good thing, right? So remember those little things and, and all of us developed bonds, right? We're all going to remember our brothers and sisters who served with us overseas in those areas, right? Remember them, honor the fallen, never forget them. Remember the good things that you did, right? It wasn't a fucking waste. Yeah, it may have been in a whole bunch of areas, but remember those little good things you did. Remember the times that you brought smiles to those fucking kids and those, you know, when you played soccer with them or delivered fucking candy or fucking anything like that, right? The United States will always be a beacon of light to those fucking types of people. And just hopefully by doing that, it will ease the burden that you are going to have for you know feeling that hey I wasted my fucking time over there you didn't right you didn't Re- remember the good that you did and and you will be fine and thank you all f- who fucking fought over there um you know Afghanistan kind of got forgotten about in a lot of times right like um but you know thank you for everything and I'll get off my soapbox and leave it to you dude. um I, I really don't have much to follow up with.
2: Uh, God bless the people of Haiti. Um, you guys, are, uh, Again, you guys are dealing with something terrible over there. Hopefully that tropical storm passes by and, and doesn't do too much damage to you guys. And like, uh, like Greg said, God bless the people of uh, Afghanistan. Um, I mean, just everybody, honestly. The, the people who support the Taliban and the people trying to flee the Taliban. I wish the best for everybody. And hopefully the intel is wrong and, and maybe... We're just giving in to some fear and maybe they're dan- chanting death to America, but it's just a chant. Hopefully, we can be peaceful and hopefully we can coexist. Uh, God bless everybody. Hope Just peace to everybody. That's all I got. Let's end the show. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, no, we're you guys. Done.
1: Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lee and uh, Josh, for your input tonight. It was uh, great to have you guys on the show. <laughs>
0: and they if you made it this far, you made it this far, I love you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, shit. There goes the mic. All right, everybody. Thank you Reg for go. this You're fucking dick, dude. Let's
1: let's try and get one more out.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you for listening rub it to. Everybody, the- just rub it out.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show today. Please uh, go to TakeWarningPod.com where you can explore additional po- content on the podcast, as well as find the links to the podcast on your favorite uh, podcast platforms. Also, please get on social media. We are on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Take Warning. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe and let us know what you like about the show, what your thoughts are on the show, and what you would like to see in a future podcast.
3: i you on my radar, it's beauty